to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. It's Sunday night. All the games have concluded. An extremely anticlimactic Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New England Patriots just ended with the oh Tampa boy. Bay Buccaneers victorious because of a missed field goal. I thought the game was going to be a little more exciting. Too bad it, it was wasn't. Not. It was the rain. It was the rain. But I'm joined here with only Anthony tonight because where's David? Um, I believe he's in Fiji, in he's the forests of Fiji, I believe. Is he doing anything in particular in Fiji? Um, I don't know. Uh, the guy just takes off, and he's he's on a journey, and I don't know what he's set out to accomplish this time, but uh, you know, good for him. Okay, Fiji's so a nice place, I've heard. Dave is in Fiji this week. <laughs> He'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Yep. So uh, today's episode, we're going to go over the uh, Moose's Minute and the uh, Harrison Hurry Up, followed by some headlines, injury report, and then we're going to talk a bit about uh, our Reddit segment, which is going to tie into a, a bit of a bigger segment just about how uh, certain players are producing this season um, and how they're not producing. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll go from there. So let's uh, let's jump right into it then. You got your stopwatch ready? Uh, no. I will give me a minute. I will. Uh... Yeah. So for those of you who are new to our podcast or maybe missed last week's, uh, this new segment, uh, the Moose Minute and Harrison Hurry Up, is instead of just doing long, long-winded uh, recaps of the games, uh, each of us are going to take a game and recap it in a minute. And then after a minute, you're going to hear a beep, beep, beep from one of us, and then we go to the next game. Yeah. I think that's what we did, a beep, beep, beep. Uh, no, it was a ding, ding, ding. Oh, ding, ding, ding. All right. All so right. Uh, who's going first? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. You ready? I am ready. Three, two, one, go. All right. So the first game I'm going to recap is Detroit versus Chicago Bears. This game, the Bears won 24-14. Um, pretty terrible performances by the quarterbacks for fantasy. Uh, DeAndre Swift, the guy who that I uh, who I thought people should be weary on this week, only finished with 6.9 points. Uh, Jamal Williams, 6.6. .6. David Montgomery had a big game, but got injured in the game, finished with 22.6. Darnell Mooney makes an appearance again with 16 points. Al Robinson, three catches for three targets. Uh, 63 yards, still not a big week from the elite wide receiver and some big receivers on the Detroit side, but not any worth picking up. So a uh, big win for Justin Fields, but uh, the Bears still look kind of bad. They beat a bad Detroit team. So hopefully they can keep the momentum going into next week. Also, the Titans did nothing on both teams. <laughs> All right, Dina Ding, I'm going to be talking Bills Texans. What a disaster for the Texans. Absolutely got trampled by the Buffalo Bills, 40-0. Josh Allen got off to a rough start, threw a pick on his on his first pass, but turned that around to have a pretty good uh, fantasy football day, 20 points. I mean, it was such a whooping that even Mitch Trubisky scored a, a touchdown. Uh, the running backs were a little bit more disappointing. Zach Moss and uh, Devin Singletary only put up 20 points together with Zach Moss having 12 of those points. Um, even the wide receivers had a bit of a down day for Buffalo. Stefan Diggs was uh, only at 13.9 points. Emmanuel Sanders at 10.6. Cole Beasley was the lowest, so he might have been a waiver wire pickup that was 
absolutely disappointing uh, today. And of course, Gabe Davis, uh, he had a end zone target, but um, it, it was blocked. And uh, I talk about Houston, but literally nothing happened. So that's it. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Um, I'm going to take on Washington versus Atlanta. Big games from the quarterbacks here. 27.9 points for Taylor Heineke and 29.02 points for Matt Ryan. Big game. Uh, Washington won this game 34 to 30. Antonio Gibson shows up again. Double digit points. My boy, J.D. McKissick, who I say you should keep on your bench. 14.4 points. Uh, Mike Davis, again, not into the double digits. Finished with 9.6 fantasy points. Terry McLaurin, big week from the receiver, 27.3 points. And Correll Patterson, 32.1 points. This guy is looking like one of the breakout players this year. Uh, he's put up high points in the, the past three weeks, I believe. Uh, Kyle Pitts still can't get into the double digits. Um, other than that, any notable players, Calvin Ridley still not shining like an elite wide receiver, uh, replacing Julio Jones as the number one, but, uh, hopefully he gets back. Uh, Curtis Samuel makes his debut, but only 3.9 fantasy points. Um, and that's it for me on this game. Yeah. I think I gave you a few extra seconds there. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm talking, uh, Dallas Cowboys, Carolina Panthers, an exciting day for both quarterbacks. Dak Prescott had a fantastic day with 27 points. Sam Donald, even more interesting. He ran in uh, two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns today and uh, dialed up 33 fantasy points. So looks like our prediction was, uh, was good on Sam Donald. He's, he's showing up. The running backs in Carolina were a little bit disappointing. If you had uh, Chuba Hubbard and was hoping for a big day in replacement for Christian McCaffrey, he only put up eight points. On the other side, Ezekiel Elliott absolutely crushed it. 20 points, touchdown. He was uh, 143 yards on the ground. Absolutely fantastic. Through the air, DJ Moore, absolute monster. If you started him this week, you couldn't be more happier. He put up 27.9 points. Uh, Amari Cooper had a great day, 14.4 points. However, CeeDee Lamb, if you expected him to do great, he did not. It was almost like he wasn't even on the field. Even Cedric Wilson got a touchdown. And uh, he had ding, ding, ding. about 20 more yards than CeeDee Lamb. All right. Next one, I have Cleveland versus Minnesota. This one was a snoozer. Uh, the game finished 14-7 to in favor of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, both quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins, had a poor prefer- performance for fantasy. Um, so if you start Kirk Cousins uh, as a streamer, did not do well for you. Um, Kareem Hunt. Showed up in this game, 15.6 fantasy points. Nick Chubb, 11 fantasy points. Not what you want to see from him, but still got into the double digits. Dalvin Cook finished with 5.4 points. He came back from injury, started this game, but then left as well with an injury. Um, And uh, Alexander Madison in relief of him, only two fantasy points, so nothing crazy there. Uh, Justin Jefferson was the lone receiver for both teams that got into the double digits, finished with 17.4. I believe this was Adam Thielen's uh, lowest week of the year so far with 6.1 fantasy points. Odell Beckham, 4.1. If you started him, disappointed, but we warned you. We did warn you, and uh, that's all I have for that game. Well, I think a little bit short. Either that or my clock is off. I'll, I'll I'll restart us here. Here we go. Uh, I'm talking Indianapolis Colts and the Miami Dolphins. 
super boring game. Both teams didn't look that great. One thing to take out of this though, is that Jonathan Taylor had a bit of a, I guess a breakout game or, or one of his better games put up 18.9 points, even better. If you're in a PPR league, I think it was closer to 23, 26 points, something, something like that. Um, Miami dolphins, miles Gaskin was a non-factor. Very disappointing. I had higher hopes. I should have stuck to my code. Never trust the Miami dolphins, never draft a Miami dolphins player. They'll only let you down. And that's what miles Gaskin has been doing. Uh, through the air, uh, Devontae Parker put up 15.7 points. Jalen Waddle, a disappointing 4.8. On the other side, Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal, both sub-10 points, pretty disappointing. However, Moali Cox was the star on the Colts side. He put up 17.7 points. And Mike Gusecki, the tight end on Miami, put up 14.2. All right. So my next game, um, just look at the list. I think you stole my Houston Bills one. So I'll have to look to see which one uh, we're going to miss. But I'm going to go to the 4 o'clock games, take on Cardinals-Rams. This one was exciting, but only on one side of the ball. Um, Arizona beat the LA Rams 37-20. to 20. Uh, Kyler Murray, again, a huge week. My pick for top. Uh, fantasy finisher for QBs this year. Matt Stafford still got into the double digits, but he had a very uh, mediocre performance if you were watching. Both uh, running backs for the Arizona Cardinals got into the double digits. James Conner, two TDs, finished with 18.6 fantasy points. Uh, Chase Edmonds with 15.9. Again, we're always talking half-point PPR here. Daryl Henderson makes his way back in uh, in week four, 14.1 fantasy points. You're happy with that. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, sub t- uh, double digits, uh, sub 10 points. Uh, AJ Green, again, a big week, 15.2 fantasy points. And Van Jefferson and Robert Woods were the shining stars for the receiving core on the Ram side of the ball. Van Jefferson with 18 points and Robert Woods with 12.8. Ding, ding, ding. Bo- uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm bringing you New York Giants and the New Orleans Saints. Daniel Jones put up 27.7 points. Good for him. On the other side of the game, uh, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, what's going on? Suddenly, Taysom Hill was featured all over the place. He had, uh, what, like three touchdowns today? Ridiculous. And this is one thing that, you know, everyone was concerned about, that he'd be vulturing touchdowns from Alvin Kamara. That seems to be the case, because I think two of those touchdowns were rushing touchdowns, which easily could have been from Alvin Kamara, who only scored 12 points today. On the other side of the ball, Saquon Barkley is back. He looks healthy. He looks explosive. He put up 26 fantasy points today and got the game-winning touchdown. Be excited. We've all been waiting for this. Um, ding, ding, ding. No way. I still got 10 more seconds. Juwan okay. Johnson, nine points. Kenny Galladay, <laughs> uh, he put up 14 points. John Ross, out of nowhere. Huge play. He's so fast. 14 points. And uh, now you can take it away. All right. Next one I got is Denver uh, versus Baltimore. This game was also pretty slow. I don't know why I picked these games to watch. Expected big things. Baltimore wins 23 to 7. Lamar Jackson finished with 19.44 fantasy points. Um, Again, with the decision making, seems to struggle. Teddy Bridgewater uh, didn't look too bad, was doing enough, but left the game with a concussion. Latavius Murray was... Uh, named the starter in the backfield for the Baltimore Ravens. 
Um, and Tyson Williams was inactive in this game. Both Melvin Gordon and Javonta Williams didn't get into the double digits for Denver. It was a quiet week for them and the receivers on Denver. Nobody in the double digits. The only notable wide receiver to mention was Marquise Brown with 17.1 fantasy points. And Mark Andrews finished with 9.2. Noah Fant, 13.6. And Justin Tucker, again, I'm going to mention a kicker. He's always good. 13 fantasy points. You're happy if you picked him in your fantasy drafts. And that's all I have to say on that one. Well, good, because it's ding-ding-ding. Kansas City, Philadelphia Eagles, Patrick Mahomes. Not much to say there. He's fantastic. Looks like they're they're the Kansas City of old. Uh, You know, they had a bit of a slump week, a couple of losses, but they're right back there. Jalen Hurts, 27 points. He was cranking the ball through the air today. He looked looked a little bit better than maybe we predicted. Uh, He had a good game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 18 points. That's fantastic for people who are a little bit down on him. Kenneth Gainwell, 17.9 points. If you picked him up last week when I told him to, we can laugh at Anthony together because what did Carlos Hyde do this week? Probably nothing. Miles Sanders only had 6.2 points. And uh, let's move on to the wide receivers because this is where it gets exciting. Tyreek Hill, 42.1 points. I get it. He had a couple of down weeks, but this is why you keep him and this is why you start him for those 42 points this week. Devonta Smith put up a nice 15.7 points. And more excitingly, in Philadelphia, is the tight ends. It seemed like uh, Jalen Hurts was just hitting ding, Dallas ding. Goddard and Zach Hurts wherever they could. And Travis Kelsey had a down day. All right. Um, I think the game that we're missing here, I'm not sure if it's on your list, Tennessee, New York Jets. Do you have that there? It's on my list, but you can take it. Okay. I will take that one. Um, so Tennessee uh loses to the new york jets 24 to 27 uh ryan Tannehill uh was a guy that we said to be weird about this week he finished with 18 points we usually expect 20 points from starting qbs uh so he didn't get there zach wilson with 17.6 um derrick henry again such a huge performance 24.7 points and of course, on the jet side of the ball, the running backs, uh, the, the backfield is not very talented. Uh, Michael Carter with 9.9 points was the highest there. As far as wide receivers, Corey Davis makes an appearance again into the double digits, was the main target, uh, was not the main target um, leader for the team, had seven targets. Jameson Crowder had nine. Both of them ended up in the double digits, 18.1 for Corey Davis, 15.6 for Jameson Crowder. And even Keelan Cole made an appearance with 10.7 fantasy points. Zach Wilson threw the ball all ding, over ding, the ding. place. Go. All right, Russell Wilson uh, with Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson was cooking today. He looked fantastic. Trey Lance got in for the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is out with, I believe it's some kind of ankle injury. Speculation is he'll be out a few weeks. I wouldn't worry. Trey Lance looked fantastic. Chris Carson, I think, is also banged up because Alex Collins seemed to get the majority of the touches today. He had 10 carries for 44 yards, put up 14.8 fantasy points, and he looked good. He looked explosive. He looked shifty. He looked way better than he did in the preseason. Trey Sermon, quite the opposite. Didn't look that exciting. Looked a little bit slow. But, you know, if you were, uh, have all kinds of injuries, he's not the worst option. Wide receivers. It really looked like, like DK Metcalf got more than 14.5 fantasy points. But still, he looked fantastic out there. With Ty Lockett injured, he is the focal point of the receiving game. Debo Samuel on the other side of the ball. Holy smokes. On one play, they just left him wide open for a 61-yard touchdown. Ding, ding, ding. 
All right. And as Moose mentioned at the start of the episode, uh, Tampa Bay beat the New England Patriots 19 to 17. This one was a close one. Tom Brady didn't look like regular Tom Brady. He finished with 11.06 fantasy points. Um, Mac Jones with 17.9 playing better. I was impressed with what I saw tonight. Uh, Leonard Fournette being used like a lead back 20 carries 91 yards three for five receptions for 47 yards finished with 15.3 fantasy points on the other side of the ball uh we'll mention uh we'll mention him a little later but damien harris we said not to play him this week and that would have been a great choice because he finished with 3.6 fantasy points uh mike evans was the only receiver on the tampa bay side to end up in double digits he finished with 11 must be happy about that moose and jacoby myers a guy that we said to be weary about um finished with 12.8 so he did get in the double digits he was targeted the most with 12 targets this is why i said he's a guy you got to think about because he is the the first look on that offense and then hunter henry finishing the double digits uh john smith almost did got a touchdown uh but only 14 yards but uh this one was a snoozer too and that's it for me on this one and there's always a few seconds short Ding, ding, ding. All right, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. He looks fantastic. 24 points. He looks like Aaron Rodgers of always Aaron Rodgers. So I think think it's safe to say he's going to put up good fantasy points from here on out. Ben Roethlisberger, the opposite of that statement. Uh, I mean, he's he's at the end of his career, and it's it's very obvious. I think I say this every week. Uh, Najee Harris was quiet all day until the back half of the – of the game where they started targeting him more, passing him the ball, and he, you know, he ended up with eighteen point point one fantasy points. So he's a, he's a tricky fantasy option. Who knows what's going to happen with him? On Green Bay's side of the ball, AJ Dillon ended with ten points to Aaron Jones's eight points. So uh, interesting outcome there. Deontay Johnson back from injury, put up nineteen points. Randall Cobb, remember when Aaron Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to get Randall Cobb more involved? Well, he did. Got him two touchdowns, 21.4 points. I'm sure nobody started him this week. What a bummer. Mm. And then uh, Robert Tunyon should have had a stack more points. He was targeted a bunch of times and dropped balls. or was ding, ding, ding. 1.8 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are the games. Oh, I think we're missing uh, one. Are we? Well, there was a Thursday night game, which we, oh, no, we got them all. We got them all. Yeah. I forgot you did the Tennessee New York Jets one. Yeah. Um, all right. So I guess we'll, we'll go into headlines and I guess game day highlights for you individually, but I'll mention some big ones. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, left the game with a ankle, uh, with a calf injury. Um, he's going to get an MRI, um, tomorrow and they're hoping that he'll only be out a couple weeks, but Trey Lance, I guess, looked decent enough. I don't know if you managed to catch some of the highlights there or watch the game fully, but he didn't look too bad. I mean, for for a rookie, you know, being thrust into a, a game that he thought he might not be playing, I think he looked very confident and yeah. very capable. I did as well. So uh, Jimmy Garoppolo missed the second half. And then the other QB injury... Uh, on Sunday was Teddy Bridgewater uh, due to a concussion. So Drew Locke played the second half and he did not have any decent connections with anyone. He tried to air the ball down the field a bunch of times to Cortland Sutton overthrew a few of the receivers. It was just not good. And for a game that was pretty close, both the defenses were playing well. 
Um, I think if Teddy Bridgewater was there, he might have made it a little bit more competitive. But still, I, I think both QBs struggle in the offense. We knew that this would happen against Baltimore, playing against a team that is actually decent, not uh, three teams that they played earlier that didn't that don't have a win. Um, so yeah, that's upsetting. He was a, a streamer, so uh, you have to pay attention to that. Another injury, notable injury. I mentioned that David Montgomery had a big game. He finished with around twenty-two fantasy points. He left the game with a knee injury. We'll have an MRI tomorrow. Um, it it did not look good. He was limping. No. He knew he couldn't walk off the field uh with, on his what do they call that with his own power yeah he yeah with under yeah, his own power exactly yeah, he needed he needed to he wasn't carted off but he needed no. to be assisted it was a hyper extended knee so uh we'll see how that goes um apart from that uh, i think this is the first week or our first sunday where there hasn't been that many i guess key offensive injuries which is positive i mean there's already a bunch of players out um but yeah it it just i find it was a low week for fantasy points as well my leagues were not great this week uh kind of the performance that you and dave had with from your fantasy teams last week when it was not good was this was my week Mm -hmm. so it was not pretty i got a big win in our keeper league uh, which I struggle with injury, and I have uh, Alan Robinson, Roman numeral two, who's been a disappointment. I managed to pull off a win um, somehow. Um, fantasy is lucky, you know. It just it takes one week for a couple of your players to go off, so I got lucky there. Oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna win every week, but as long as you make playoffs, that's all that matters. That's it. That's it. And people don't give up. There's so many players on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, I guess we'll get into some players uh, more on the on the tall boy segment. But uh, was there any noticeable things or what games did you watch today? What stood out for you today? Um, well, other than the things I brought up in our uh, mm-hmm. Moose's Minute there, I mean, it's great to see that uh, the Chiefs are back in action. It was a little bit concerning yes. that Travis Kelsey – only had about four fantasy points. Uh, it was a low day for him, but uh, you know perhaps the uh, the defense was you know wanting to shut him down, and and that's why Tyreek Hill got a ton of points. But I think either way, didn't he have like forty points? It was ridiculous. yeah, forty points, forty two points. So I mean, this is the thing: is defenses really can only take one weapon away from the Kansas City Chiefs because they're that good. So we might see weeks where you know. Tyreek's doing better than Kelsey and Kelsey's doing better than Tyreek, but they're still both amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. And I, I just want to mention, like, there was a couple teams like the both, uh, both New York teams got their first win. Um, I don't know what's going on with Tennessee. This is going to be a team that's going to disappoint a lot of people. Well, uh, actually, here's now that you bring up Tennessee, I will say, because this came to my mind when I was thinking about it, they should just bench A.J. Brown and Julio Jones all the time because the receiving core they had out there looked really good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they they did, but like they didn't beat the Jets. So you have to just imagine that though at least A.J. Brown being a game-breaker oh, might oh, help a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean they lost they lost by a field goal. You know? Yeah. So, 
But th- this is a team that knocked out. It's not like they weren't, it's not like they weren't yeah. putting up points. It's not like the Jets beat them 24 nothing. You know, it's 24-24, and then the you know, Jets kicked a field goal. Yeah, I don't know how you view the Tennessee Titans, but this is a team that knocked out, a, I guess, the, the Patriots in Tom Brady's last year, I believe, right? Uh, mm, I think so, yeah. Year, yeah, and you would just think that their coach really well and these, uh, you know, final quarter games where it's like close and you, you expect this team to beat a team like the Jets. So disappointing performance from Tennessee and even from th- this game really annoyed me, the, the New Orleans Saints versus New York Giants because Taysom Hill, I mean, <sighs> Alvin Kamara, he had 120 yards, but what you expect from Alvin Kamara is to get the touchdowns, and he 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 received no targets out of the backfield, zero, not yeah. one, and he missed catch it, zero. Taysom Hill vultured two, but what what we mentioned last year is the turnovers from Taysom Hill. He had an interception in this game. Why? Why? Like, I'm pretty sure Jameis Winston was 226. Uh, passing yards and one TD and Alvin Kamara was running so well. Like, why don't you just stay in? Maybe have Taysom Hill run one in, but goodness gracious, like the Giants beat you. And their defense was supposed to be one of the better ones this year. And it did not show, but Saquon Barkley, positive news for Saquon Barkley. This is two weeks in a row. He's in the high double digits. So uh, it looks like he's back. 13 carries for 52 yards, one TD, five for six reception, 74 yards. Uh, receiving one touchdown, but he did fumble the ball once, so he could have had an even bigger week. He could have had 28 points, but uh, very good. I'm I'm happy to see him uh, get in there. But yeah, um, bit of a bummer. Cr- Christian Kirk only only one point. Oh my goodness, roughly. I was cursing so much. We played him in our halftime league. I put him in for somebody. Um, yeah, I was not I was not pleased. Not pleased with his performance. One target, one catch, and then wasn't targeted the rest of the game. AJ Green's a pain in my butt. Well, that's it. Uh, and right. that's the thing. If he's healthy, he's a factor. That's the problem. Yeah. Um. All right. So are we going to get into uh, the next segment? Let's do it. The tall boy of the week. So again, a tall boy is a big can or bottle of beer. Uh, I forget the ounces and everything. I believe it's 16 ounces, the same amount as a pint. So these are for the performers of the week that are not usually in the the top end of, or they're, they're not the, the normal players that make it into the top five or top 10 of uh, top fantasy uh, points of the week so this week i know this is a thursday night game but i guess this guy is usually a streamer sam darnold finished with 33.5 fantasy points uh i believe he was number one on the week um so this is (laughs) this is great um even it's good to know that even when they lose games that he can produce for fantasy and this is what i said to look out for for teddy bridgewater And, and he's producing without christian mccaffrey yeah, that's a big thing as well. So um, you can look to him as a streaming option or maybe even even a starting QB if you've I, I think you I think you could start him. Yeah. Oh, then that's uh, that's good. If you have him on your bench, if you picked him up earlier in the year, then uh, slot him in. Slot him in. 
doesn't matter the matchup. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, at the running back position, he, he wasn't the the leader this week, but I think of all the players, he was maybe the one to mention. Uh, James Conner. Uh, I have him at 18.6 fantasy points. And again, this is half point PPR. So James Conner, this is a guy that we've talked about that is plagued by injury usually, doesn't usually finish the season. Um, I thought he would be outplayed by Chase Edmonds, but they could live together and both produce. So James Conner's getting the goal line work. Yeah. So good news. Um, Another guy that I thought about putting in because he's had a tough start to the 2021 season is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, He made his way there as well. Had uh, 19 fantasy points. So finally, we see you there. One guy that I'm leaving out um, because it depends on your platforms that you play on. Uh, Cordero Patterson, he is RB and wide receiver in or on the sleeper platform. Um, we have put him into this segment before. So he, if you, it depends how you look at him. He finished with the highest amount of points for running backs in sleeper with 32, but then he made his way into the receiver category too with 32, but um, I left him out this week. So my receiver, wide receiver for the week is Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, like Moose mentioned, um, and Rodgers wanted him back on the team, came in uh, and played super well, finished with 21.4 fantasy points. So kudos to him. They're finally working him in. Um, But for the most part, in the running back and wide receiver positions, it's people were there who were supposed to be there. So there wasn't too many surprises this week um, making – uh, a few lower ones, if uh, just um, honorable mentions, Khalif Raymond for the Detroit uh, Lions and Van Jefferson for the LA Rams, who's looking like a stud this year. All right. And then on to tight end. Uh, this is also Thursday night. Oh, no. Sam Darnold wasn't Thursday night. I said he was a Thursday night game, but he is not. He, he was, was not. Uh, t- he was tonight. So this is the Thursday night. This is a Thursday night choice. CJ Uzoma finished with the highest uh, fantasy points out of all the tight ends this week with 24. Um, This is a guy that, you know, he'll shine one week and then disappear for the next couple weeks. Um, But he was the top guy this week and honorable mentions Dawson Knox again. I was going to say, I was going to wait for you to finish. I was going to say, we got to mention Dawson Knox. Yeah. But I think if we're going to mention people that. I think, I don't know, I'll, I'll throw a couple names at you and you let me know what you think. Uh, Max Williams, again, gets into the double digits with 15, caught all five of his targets, 66 yards and a TD. It's looking pretty good, that Arizona offense. Oh, boy. Yeah. He, it makes he, you wonder what, uh, what what Kyle Pitts is missing. Oh, goodness. <laughs> a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Although, uh, although Matt Ryan looked good this week. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, New names popping up uh, for the tight end position. Molly Cox had a big week as well, but uh, he's also inconsistent. But uh, yeah, Max Williams and Dawson Knox looking great this year. Um, and that's it for that. Those are okay. my tall boys of the week. Uh, are we already at our Reddit segment? 
Uh, depends. Uh, last week, I think we wanted to do our our recap of the of the um, risk rankings before, but we ended up doing it after. We can go over the All risk right. rankings. Okay, let me just uh, let me drum up those rankings then. Yeah. Ah, man, what a tough week. A lot of big uh, performers, but uh, unfortunately, not a lot of them on my teams this week. Brutal. All right, here we go. Yeah. All right, well, we had... uh, Oh, no, that's week three. Uh, Okay, hold on. Sorry, let me find... Got to go to halftime. And then I'll pull up the um, the points. You can mention the player if you want. Good to go here. Oh, boy. It is hot. Hopefully Dave brings right. us back some gifts from uh, Fiji. Looking forward to that. <laughs> okay, so our first one uh, for week four was Matthew Stafford. Oh, yes. Uh, so... Yeah, didn't get the win, but uh, for fantasy, our line is 20 points, finished with 20.3. We said he's a 6 out of 6, and he did it. He did it. We said week in, week out, you can start him. James Robinson, we had at four beers. Yeah, and this guy played on Thursday. He showed up big uh, for a second week in a row. Probably did more than four beers. Yeah, Derrick Henry definitely got the six beers we gave him, killed it. 24 points. 24 points. Um, next up was uh, Jacoby Myers and Damian Harris. So we had Jacoby Myers at three beers. We had Damian Harris at two beers. Damian Harris probably shouldn't even have gotten those two beers. Right. But it was the Tampa Bay offense. Um, uh, the, he, he, I mean, in the receiving game, you look like it. He had, he two had for two. He had four carries and yeah. two receptions. Like, it, they just even doesn't matter who the defense was. I, he was not a part of the plan. Well, no running back was part of the plan. This well, game. yeah, exactly. But yeah, but, but that's the Tampa Bay defense It in for fantasy and real football. You don't play running backs against them. Yeah. Cause they're not going to do anything. So we were right there, but two beers means week. don't start. Um, Jacoby Myers. Uh, we had at three beers and I mean, he did get in the double digits, but three beers, it's, it, it depends on your roster. Uh, if you have injuries or you weren't confident, like if you were looking at Christian Kirk or Jacoby Myers, I guess at that point, it's preference for your team. Make, uh, make your gut call and you put him in, in the flex. Yeah. Um, next up, we got Debo Samuel, five beers. Well-deserved. Probably should have had six beers. See, be six honest. beers. Week in, week out now. I love it. I think it seems so. like it. 31.7 Christian, points. That's Christian crazy. Kirk, we gave four beers. Oh Very boy. disappointing, Christian. We were too confident with you. You did not deserve those four beers. Logan Thomas, unfortunately, had an injury, so yes. our, our ranking doesn't really count for him. Same with Teddy Bridgewater. Went out with an injury. How did Tyler Higby do? We gave Tyler Higby four beers. Uh, Tyler Higby did not do what we expected him to do. He eh, had 5.6. For, t- for a tight end, he did all right. Yeah, 5.6. Uh, we expect a little more, but like I mentioned, the, the Rams did struggle this game, so that was more the issue there. He he, he had he almost had a TD, but it was thrown very low. He should have caught it, but, I mean, 
It wasn't the greatest throw either, but uh, I would be worried about him going forward. Yeah. Miles Gaskin gave three Oof. beers, barely even deserves one beer, less than a point. I am so glad I stuck to my guns and yeah. did not draft him in any league. What a disaster. I should never have gone <laughs> against my code. Uh, and uh, finally, Ryan Tannehill, uh, yeah. who, yeah, ended the day all right, 18 points. I mean, that's not the greatest, but uh, I mean, three beers. I guess that's uh, that's the risk you take. I, I think so. Basically, my prediction for this game, why I had him so low, I think I personally I had him at two, is because I expected them not having to do too much to win this game, but he actually had to throw the ball to try and win it. Yeah. So, garbage time points. Like, I mean, our line is usually 20 points for QBs, but I mean, 18 is not 18.8 is not terrible. So, yeah, good for him. All right. I think it's I think it's your turn to introduce this next segment. I think I did oh, it boy. last time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink some water here. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so now it's time for our next segment. They said it. On Reddit. <laughs> it was better than last week, no? Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. A little pitchy, a little pitchy. I don't know if I woke up the neighbors there, but uh <laughs> definitely improvement. All right. So there wasn't too many uh interesting ones available today, but this one's coming from Livin underscore Anna underscore prayer. Um frustrated CD owner offered trade for Andrews. So this is a redraft uh, one QB trade was just offered uh, CD and fan for my Mark Andrews. My finger is hovering over the accept button. What say you? Yeah, you accept that immediately. Immediately. Noah Fant is one of the the leaders this year out of the tight ends and CD Lamb, even though he's had a couple mediocre showings, it's it's CD Lamb. Like believe in the talent. He's still young. We always say that it takes a while for receivers, uh, young receivers to get uh, to to establish themselves in the NFL and have consistent weeks. But I also mentioned that Mari Cooper is still there, even though he's hampered by injury. He was hampered by injury in this game, too. Left the game a few times, but he's still there. So depending on game script and the coverage from other teams, it will be CD Lamb some weeks where Amari Cooper won't show up at all. But don't worry about it. Like it, it was just a down week. I don't even know if it's been that bad in previous weeks either. Um, you you hit accept. Um, yeah. I mean, CD Lamb is uh, he's an incredible. Well, he's he had a down week this week, but he's an incredible asset to have because he's he's going to have better weeks. Might have just been game script. Who knows what? Maybe he. Uh, you know, maybe he wasn't feeling a hundred percent, so they were just targeting him less this week. But I mean, CD Lamb, Mark Andrews, you know, probably roughly around the same value. You're getting no offense in exchange, anyways. I mean, it'd be great to know who your current tight end is to evaluate further. You know, and and the rest of your team. But I mean, I I think I think you take that trade. I don't think there's any hesitation. Yeah, uh, do it shouldn't even think about it you're getting it's a two for one and i mean this is the time to take advantage of some other players in your league um or teams in your league that are willing to trade away 
um, early round draft picks that aren't performing well. So uh, people are throwing this category, a guy that we mentioned just before, Miles Gaskin. You have the Antonio Gibson that people were looking to sell earlier on, but he's had two solid weeks now. Like, do, do you have on your side of things, is there is there like a week that you would start to look at to get rid of or not get rid of, but look to trade for these players? Um, do you wait for, let's say, do you try to get rid of Miles Gaskin now to a guy that might be interested and believe in him? Or do you wait till Miles, a guy like Miles Gaskin has a big week and then you move him? Well, I, I mean, I'm worried that Miles Gaskin's not going to have a big week again. <laughs> I mean, so Miami's um, Miami's such a disaster now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I guess another name we can throw in there: uh, a guy like Allen Robinson, Roman numeral three. You gotta, you gotta, uh, hang, on, you gotta hang on to Allen Robinson because Allen Robinson is going to have bigger games. Yeah, and it, it depends how you've assembled your team. For, for me, in our our main league, the two player keeper, I have Allen Robinson, and I mean now I'm going to be two two wins, two losses. I've had other players, uh, you know, perform when he hasn't. So it's only a matter of time uh, before he gets in there. Uh, Justin Fields is getting acclimated to being a starter and to the NFL. Uh, Hopefully he feels more comfortable playing a terrible Detroit Lions team. I don't know who they have next week, but uh, if Andy Dalton isn't back, hopefully he... I mean, he looked good. He threw the ball down the field a bunch of times to Darnell Mooney and um, and Allen Robinson. So if you're an Allen Robinson, Roman numeral two owner, don't get rid of him. Keep him unless somebody offers you a trade like the CD Lamb trade. Um, uh, we mentioned last week that a guy like Antonio Gibson uh, wasn't performing well. I was... I'm pretty low on him now. Like I, I wanted to get more wins and he wasn't helping me get them. So I traded him for Justin Jefferson. So that's a guy that I feel is going to produce week in, week out. Whereas Adam Thielen, I believe, will have down weeks kind of like this week. So to me, that was a good trade. You can make a trade like that, like swap uh, two uh, high-end draft picks for each other and hopefully somebody else in your league feels differently about the player trying to get rid of but miles gaskin that one that one's a tough one that one's a tough one uh i don't know if there's any other players that you're struggling with other than miles gaskin uh, well i or, mean kyle pitts yeah. same thing a little bit disappointing uh you know we all anticipated maybe a little bit more even even though we knew that you know it takes tight ends a couple of years to to really break out i think due to his uh physique you know, and, and talent that it would maybe be expedited a little bit. Yeah. But uh, a little bit disappointing there. I know uh, all the Mike Davis owners are very frustrated. Um, the, the assumption was that Mike Davis would be the de facto RB one in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's not. So, uh, you know, that's, that's not very exciting. Yeah. I, just checking Cordero Patterson, six carries for 34 yards. Mike Davis, 13 carries for 14 yards. So, I mean, Cordero Patterson is the best receiver and best running back on the Atlanta offense. So bringing, staying with Atlanta, Calvin yeah. Ridley um, has been a huge disappointment. Seven for 13, 80 yards. I mean, Atlanta getting... just uh, the uh, all of Atlanta is disappointing. 
Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders owners must be uh, going crazy. But this has been two, three years coming. Yeah, yeah but now, like, uh, you know, Kenneth Gainwell actually looks good. So uh, Miles Sanders no longer looks like the lead back. Yeah. So in this case, yeah, uh, there's Just, a lot of... It's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. Jonathan Taylor finally made an appearance. We told you, wait on him. He's going to get majority of the carries. He is their guy. Naeem Hines is the receiving back. He's like a J.D. McKissick. It's not going to be an every week guy that'll that'll perform. It's going to be game script. And Marlon Mack, don't worry about him. They're trying to trade him. Who knows? He might go to the friggin' Baltimore Ravens too. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, no, there's a lot of they've Baltimore Ravens have benched their young talent and are now rolling with the three veterans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it still doesn't look too good. <laughs> um, and then DK Metcalf is made a two. He's had two weeks in a row now where he's the lead guy for the Seattle Seahawks offense. So that's positive news there. So for this user, um, living on a prayer with underscores in there, make the trade. Uh, this 100% benefits you. I know Mark Andrews is supposed to be one of those uh, top tier tight ends that is consistent through every week. But with all the injuries on Denver, uh, Noah Fant is going to be a target. Uh, a big target uh, for that team. Um, even with Drew Locke there. Drew Locke, you know, he's not taking first team reps. If Teddy Bridgewater is out for a while, don't worry about it. We saw Drew Locke in the past be able to get the ball to his offensive weapons. So don't worry about that. It was just, even on a down week, he, uh, he had 13.6 fantasy points. So don't worry about that trade. Click accept. Yeah. That's it. That's it for the. They said it already. Oh man! Twice in one episode. I know. Holy smokes! Get the high pitch going. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, I've just got a classic Heineken. Hmm. Classic Heine. Nothing special. Lovely, lovely. Um, I didn't realize I didn't have any beer, so I'm having a Scotch, a oh. Aberlour Abuna. Okay. Um, and some water because AC's not on. It's a little hot in here uh, today, even though it's been chilly this weekend. But uh, fall is here. Um, it's time to warm yourself up with some scotch, some beers. Um, it's my birthday next week. Um, so uh, I got to get the drinks flowing. Got to pick up some beers. Uh, hopefully I get a bunch of scotches for my birthday too. <laughs> nice. It'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's it. All right. Well, uh, words of wisdom. I, uh, I hope you put your best gut forward this week. I hope uh, everybody had victories. And if you had losses, don't worry. Having an undefeated season is uh, it's next to impossible. Yep. Just make sure that uh, you, know, you pick up the appropriate people off the waiver wire, which we'll be discussing tomorrow in our episode yep. uh, when Dave gets back from Fiji. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can we say that are words of wisdom? Uh, I don't have any. I'm I'm on like yeah. a negative. Sometimes negative that's the, vibe. sometimes that's the wisest thing, Anthony. Not saying anything. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's it, folks. It's another Sunday wrapped up. Hope you enjoyed the show. Tell your friends, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night. Ciao.